My name is Felix. It means lucky. <laughs> There's irony for you. This is the true history of the intended and unintended consequences of my life. The bad stuff I did on purpose. The good stuff that happened in spite of me. It's unfortunate that I'm the main character in this story. I can see why everybody would want to hear about what I'm going to tell you. The most amazing thing that's happened in our lifetimes, quite possibly ever. The greatest story ever told. But me? I don't think so. I found that people quite like me at first, and can put up with me for a little while after that, but it's like they say in medicine, the dose makes the poison. Unfortunately, I come with the story. You want one, you're going to have to put up with the other. Sorry about that. I was dreaming about, well, that stuff, when someone shook me and I woke up. I'm not at my best when I've just been dragged out of sleep. I saw three soldiers, in armour and uniform. I thought, oh God, they've come to arrest me for my crime. Then I remembered that was years ago and a very long way away, in another jurisdiction. You the translator. The sergeant spoke in barbarous robur in case he'd got the wrong man, presumably. Yes, that's me, I replied in Echmen. Sorry to disturb you, sir, he lied. But you're needed. Someone had lit the lamp. I glanced over the sergeant's head at the window. It's the middle of the night, I said. Can't it wait? No, sir. The Ekman invented diplomatic immunity, so I guess they probably wouldn't kill me if I refused. Nor, I suspected, would they go away. Fine, I said. Just give me a few minutes to get dressed, would you? Sorry, sir. Our orders are fetch you straight away. I felt that little twist in my stomach. Yes, all right, but would you please wait outside? Sorry, sir. I suppose he was used to arresting people rather than escorting diplomats. I told myself it didn't matter, then threw back the sheets and hopped out of bed. I thought I'd managed to keep my back to him as I hauled myself into my trousers, but a sharp intake of breath told me I hadn't. I pulled on my shirt and turned to face him. What the hell happened to you? he asked. Ready when you are, I said. The Ekmen are a remarkable people, and one of the areas in which they excel is architecture. Everything they build is as big, complicated, and ornate as they can possibly manage, and the Imperial Palace is, quite properly, the supreme expression of Ekmen aesthetics. They say that they build to impress the gods. Seen from the portals of the sunrise, therefore, a hundred miles over our heads, the palace is a dazzling fusion of geometry and art. At ground level, it's a rabbit warren. I know for a fact that, from a garret in the lower west wing to the offices of the diplomatic service where I did most of my work, 
was a hundred yards in a straight line, as measured by the divine dividers, but one thousand eight hundred and forty-odd yards actual distance travelled. Upstairs, along passages, downstairs, along more passages, through galleries, across cloisters, and every inch of the way decorated with the most bewilderingly lovely examples of abstract art. From my quarters to the cells underneath the Justice Department is even shorter on paper and about twice as far on foot, which gave me plenty of time to talk to my new friend the sergeant, something I really didn't want to do. Are you a... he asked. You know. Yes, I knew, but I deliberately misunderstood him. Translator, I said, yes. Who am I going to see? Sorry, sir, classified. 